The U.S. House expected today to vote on a $1.9 trillion spending plan being labeled a COVID-19 relief package. Uh, And that would add to the trillions of dollars that have already been passed for COVID-19 relief in the past year. What exactly is in this bill? Is it indeed a pure COVID-19 relief package? Or is it, uh, as I've seen characterized, larded up with pork? It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, joined now by Open the Book CEO, Adam Angievsky. Adam, it's always good to talk with you. And I I, I told you off air that... uh, I see your name pop up in national media, and I'm like, I need to go and check out OpenTheBooks.com more because it's just such a revealing website. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with it, uh, it's it's chock full of all kinds of important information to uh, tell taxpayers how their money's being spent. Good morning. Well, thank you, Greg. Thanks for your interest in our work. One of the things particularly interesting to the people in the Springfield area would be we've got the pay and pensions of everybody, all public employees, not only in the state of Illinois, not only in your local municipal level units of government, but actually we've done this across the entire country. For the first time ever, we have the pay and pensions of virtually every single public employee, both at the federal, state, and the local levels. It's pretty incredible. I mean, the detailed information and regularly updated, but it's not just the pay and pensions. Uh, You delve into all kinds of spending, and you've also taken a look at this $1.9 trillion package uh, that's in front of Congress. Uh, The House expected to pass it today. The Senate's going to usher it right on through. May not include the $15 minimum wage we're seeing reported, but there's still $1.9 trillion of spending. Is this a pure COVID-19 aid package? Well, it's not. A small percentage of it actually is targeted relief. Look, there's real pain out there. The pandemic's real. It has caused a massive dislocation in the economy to the extent that a relief and aid bill at this moment uh, needs to be targeted to people who have real needs. I think there would be bipartisan support for that. But as you know, Greg, this bill is none of that. This bill is, quite frankly, a progressive wish list of programs, pork and and. Uh, you know, policy changes. So, for instance, you've got the minimum wage tucked in there. The minimum wage has nothing to do with the pandemic, uh, up to $15 an hour that even the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office says will cost 1.4 million jobs here in our future. So a lot of this stuff, you know, the bridge to there is there's actually a bridge to somewhere. It's a bridge from Canada to New York to, you know, it's an earmark for New York um, Senator the Senate leader, Chuck Schumer, and then you've got an earmark for Pelosi in in her backyard in San Francisco to San Jose. You've got a $100 million earmark to kick off a $7 billion extension of their rail system that connects San Francisco to San Jose right in the Silicon Valley. So you've got a lot of things in here that don't make any sense on a COVID aid bill. It's pretty remarkable. And again, the House expected to pass that $1.9 trillion aid package uh, today, and the Senate could take it up uh, this weekend. Uh, it's now 7.15 in the capital city. We're talking with Adam Andrzejewski, OpenTheBooks.com CEO, uh, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. But we've got all kinds of different types of things in there, Adam. And uh, one thing that you featured in uh, national news, and you were uh, essentially the one who kind of broke this issue, and it's a, a new perk for federal employees. And it deals a little bit with COVID-19, right? Well, we were first out of the blocks. Our auditors found that on page 305, buried in the bill, right after the state and local bailout section, is a new perk, a new perquisite, a new fund over at the Treasury Department for federal bureaucrats, employees, and administrators. So in this bill, there are payments to individuals. You know, if you make less than $75,000, 
you can get uh, $1,400 out of this bill, a one-time payment. If you're a federal worker, you can get $1,400 a week for 15 weeks as long as you have a child in a school that is not back full-time. So if your children are hybrid learning, in the classroom a little bit, out of the classroom a little bit, remote, uh, you can, if you're a federal worker, you can take $1,500, uh, $1,400 a week for 15 weeks, $21,000 to stay home. That's uh, uh, pretty incredible and uh, a perk that uh, I don't think the private sector gets uh, in, unless it's you know a billion-dollar hedge fund that has money to, to burn. Uh, we're talking with Adam Andrzejewski here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, the $1.9 trillion spending plan uh, up in front of the House and could pass today and then pass the Senate this weekend. Uh, and it's also including uh, you know billions and billions of dollars for uh, state and local governments. And even Illinois, Adam, uh, you are in Illinois, and you know full well the, the state's finances uh, you know, the, the state's proposed budget has a surplus. Uh, do states really need the billions of dollars that this uh, this measure puts out there? So a year ago, we all remember and everybody laughed when the new state Senate president, Don Harmon, suggested he wrote a letter to the Pelosi asking for a $42 billion bailout of Illinois, most of it for our pensions. And so, you know, people laughed. But look, we actually looked. Inside the bill that Nancy wrote called the HEROES Act, it was never picked up, thanks to Mitch McConnell in the Senate, but it had a bailout of state and local governments. And guess what? They wrote $40 billion in for Illinois in Pelosi's bill. So look, this, uh, this $350 billion bailout of states and localities that's tucked inside this massive new $1.9 trillion wish list, uh, they redid the formula. Rather than on population, those states with the highest unemployment rate in the fourth quarter of last year, that's the allocation formula in this bill. It's not done on population. So as an allocation, Illinois could even get a higher percentage of of the money that's going to be doled out than, than the percentage that, that we would have received in the HEROES Act. Yes, it's that bad. Of course, uh, you know the budgets uh, on paper may show a uh, surplus of 120 million dollars, and that's the proposed budget that does not deal with at all the state's unfunded pension liability, which is through the roof, and uh, other structural uh, imbalances that uh, that make the the state's uh, fiscal situation pretty dire. We're talking with Adam Andrzejewski here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Open the books is the website where you can find out more of how your tax dollars are being spent. Uh, but Adam, again, this 1.9 trillion dollar spending plan could be passed by the House today and passed by the Senate this weekend. Uh, it's got uh, just all kinds of spending. What are some of the other elements of uh, the big spending in this bill? We've already touched on the $350 billion for state and local governments and uh, K-12 spending. What's some of the other big spending in there? So the K-12 spending tucked in this bill is massive. It's $128 billion. So let's put that in perspective. To date, on the coronavirus bailout bills during the calendar year 2020, there was about $70 billion Congress shoveled over to K-12 schools for coronavirus aid. In one fell swoop in this bill, it's $128 billion. And that's why we say this thing's loaded up with pork. Furthermore, hardly any of this money, the $128 new billion, uh, billion dollars, is going to be spent this year. It's going to be spent between 2022 and 2028 even the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office admits this. Even uh, Joe Biden's uh, spokesperson admits this. It's going to be spent after the pandemic is over. 
Adam, uh, if people want more information about uh, your uh, audit of this bill before it gets uh, approved this weekend uh, and any kind of update on any other type of um, uh, spending that uh, is done by state and local governments across the country, where can they find that? Just go to OpenTheBooks.com. Across the top of our website is a petition tab. Click on it and sign our petition to, quote, read the bill. Uh, Look, we need a 72-hour timeout after the final version of these bills to be able to tear it apart and hold Congress accountable for what's in these bills. Greg, as you know, I don't think we have a representative republic if our representatives simply don't have time to read what they're voting on. So come to OpenTheBooks.com, sign our petition. We'll have a big announcement of Senate legislation early next week on Read the Bill that we've helped put together. Well, looking forward to that, and maybe we touch base again in the future, uh, but also we need to talk more about uh, the fiscal transparency of Illinois as we get closer to finalizing a budget uh, over the next few months here uh, in the land of Lincoln. Adam Andrzejewski, OpenTheBooks.com. Greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning. We'll talk again soon, all right? Thank you, Greg. Thanks for your interest in our work.